Welcome to the Road by Road Garden Show, the best daggum garden show on the radio and the internet as well. Glad to have you this evening. It's beautiful here in the south. Warm days. And man, we love gardening this time mm -hmm. of year. All pumped up. Greenhouse is full. Full of your stuff. Full of my stuff. Yeah. <sighs> One pretty day and we all go haywire, don't we? Mm -hmm. It was a little cool though one night. It was, but it's warmed back it up. Warmed I actually up. moved a pallet out there on the outside of my greenhouse so I could push overload outside so I could plant some more stuff. No, I got, it's my turn. I got to plant some more stuff. So I'm on the road here. More watermelons. Oh, uh, yeah. Watermelons. You had a little watermelon incident. Uh, tell you what happened. So I planted sangria watermelons, a yellow doll, and I wrapped them in my plastic like, you know, we're supposed to do. And I Texted my buddy and I said, how long do we leave him in there? And he runs a big greenhouse. He said, two days. Cool. So I wrapped them, put them on a heat mat inside the shop because they don't need any light. And two days passed by and it was that afternoon I was supposed to cut the plastic off of it. Neighbor comes by, says, Greg, you want to go fish? It was beautiful outside. I was pretty much caught up with my chores. I said, why not? I said, those can wait till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Fishing's more important right now. Mm -hmm. So we went fishing. By the way, we didn't catch any fish. Yeah. Next day, I come up where I start looking at my watermelons, and they've already sprouted and got leggy underneath the plastic just that quick. Overnight. Overnight. I think I can salvage most of the yellow dolls, but the two flats of sangrias, going to have to throw them out and start over. Mm. The moral of the story there is, don't let fishing get in the way of your garden. Especially right? when you don't catch any. No. So when we got things planted in the garden, we got things coming up. I got yeah. beets coming up. I've already planted squash. I planted some cucumbers. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got uh, what? English, English peas. Yeah, man. We just got all kind of stuff. I'm getting cauliflower. Corn spot ready. One of my buddies already planted his corn. My potatoes in my root pouch are sprouting. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Cool. So I need to get my corn planted in the next few days. Everything's just in that rush, rush mode right now. Exciting time Exciting of year. Exciting time of the year, springtime. Uh, we're going to be talking about okra. This mm -hmm. main segment is going to be talking about okra because this warm weather is making us think about okra. Not quite time yet, but we're going to be talking about okra today. Okra, okra, okra. Growing okra, eating okra, okra everything. How to take care of okra. Mm -hmm. At the end of the show, we're going to be drawing for our new beans. Let's hang around for that. We have got, well, how many submissions we had? How many? Lots and Over lots. Over 300? Yes, yeah, submissions. And then also, for those that found the old goat last week, we had over 60 people that found the old, that goat. Found the old goat. He's still around this week, if you want to guess where he's at. Um... But I'm going to draw out of these 60 names for Hall's Hat at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Yep. And name of the new bean and drawing out of the hat for the old goat. Mm -hmm. Also want to give a shout out to the Norman family. Mm -hmm. We had a good um, friend and loyal follower. Loyal viewer. Um, his dream was to come here to the office and view the new tour the new warehouse and he didn't make it but mr buddy norman mm -hmm. um passed away last week and we want to give a shout out to his family yep. that we're really thinking about them and they're in our prayers Absolutely. he was 83 yep mr buddy was a card he was a card he served in the military for 20 years mm -hmm. and then he was a farmer 
And his favorite thing of ours was the Bella Rosa yep. tomato. Yep. He's actually where you got one of your fig trees from. Yep, he is. So blessings to that family. Yep. All right, so we got some new seeds. It's always mm -hmm. time for new seed alert. All right, first of all, let's talk about our lettuces. So we've got them right here. Do we want to bring them yeah, over Yeah, bring here? them over here. Yeah. Here, I'll hold the packet. Okay. First one is... Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Look at that. It's an oak leaf lettuce. Beautiful. It's one of our new offerings right there. I, I think this one in conjunction with the next one is going to make a nice mix there. Some mm -hmm. people like these oak leaves. Some people like the romaines. I like to kind of mix it up. That is a pretty one there. Dark red burgundy color. Yep. And here's the sister with okay. the green tiger. Same exact lettuce just about except it's green. So think about if you mix those two in a, a big lettuce bowl or salad mm -hmm. bowl. Yep. But you know, they're really pretty. I got them in a raised bed mm -hmm. and I alternated the colors. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I would have done. It's really yeah. pretty. And then we have... It was in that same stack. Red Tide. Well, you get one over there. No, this is gray. Green Tiger. No, Red Tide. Oh, this is Red Tide, yeah. But this is a lot smoother. This is not an oak leaf, but look at there. Isn't that pretty? So look inside here. Mm -hmm. It's got the green mm -hmm. at the bottom and the red at the tip. Yep. So this one would be fine by itself right there. Right there. Yep. So it's, you know, we're enjoying a lot of lettuces. We got a lot of lettuces growing this right is now. A, I, I ate some of this for lunch. It's got yep. a unique taste to mm -hmm. it. Very, Very good. good. And Moving right along, we've got a new bean, Mr. Outlaw Bean. There, beans is starting to come in a little bit. We're getting some in this week, and uh, this is one that we've gotten in a couple weeks ago. This is a good bean right here. It's a newer variety right there. So if you can't get the one you've been planting for years and years due to a little seed storage, Outlaw big good one to try. Next one right here is Mr. Glass Jim Jim Corn. Got some in that. Yep. Uh, if you've never seen this one before, you're just gonna be blown away. It has very translucent kernels there. Some people call it a popcorn. It's actually a flint corn. It's a pretty novelty type corn to grow. You can make your cornmeal and grits out of it. Use it as an ornamental corn, or pop it. Pop it. Pop. pop. And. Winter squash. Y'all all know I love winter squash. Speckled pup squash. This is a pretty one right here. You can turn that around so it's got yeah, a bit of a turn. That is a pretty one right That's there. That's a winter squash. Yep, winter squash. 85 days to maturity. So, plant some speckled pup squash this spring. You're set that back on the shelf so yeah. the shelf's not empty. So the shelf's not empty. You know, I don't know if everybody knows, but we kind of move these around everywhere week so everybody gets a little different look there and we hide certain things up there we, we do. Did sometimes yeah sometimes we have yeah. an old goat hiding. sometimes we have an old goat hiding up there all right so did you know i did a little research on okra you did. i did okra originated in ethiopia huh north africa come over on the shot on the ship horse flower 
Okay. Close, okay? <laughs> we don't know how it got here. We're assuming it came over on ship, but it did originate in Ethiopia, which I thought mm -hmm. was from. It's, it's a very, and that tends to why it loves the heat. Oh, uh, it came so. from somewhere hot. Yeah, um, natively. I love the flowers, and the bees love the flowers. Mm -hmm. It's in the okra family. It's in the okra family. It's the in the mallow, mallow family. family. Yeah. By the okra, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what um, I'm here for. <laughs> um, and I seen it last year. A lot of people were using it in floor arrangements mm -hmm. as a decorative piece. Mm -hmm. I think Crowley House, um, I seen it in one oh, of the really? I would have yeah. never thought about that. But, the, you know, it is real similar to the hibiscus and the, and the cotton bloom. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. The hibiscus blooms got more pink in it. They use actually okra pod in the arrangements, not the flower. Oh, okra pod. Uh-huh. Hmm. The dried okra pod, yeah. yeah. Talk about nutrition. Now, one of the few things you may not know about okra is it's actually a good source of protein. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. just fiber like other other vegetables. Did it's I say not vegetable? a vegetable. Did I say vegetable? Yeah. It's a fruit. It's like other fruits, but it's very high in protein. Mm -hmm. Most uh Vegetables and fruits do not have protein. Mm -hmm. It's also high in vitamin A, C, folate, which folate. is really good for folate. Um, I need some folate. Pregnant women and magnesium. I'm not pregnant, by the way. You're not. No. You don't need a folate. Um, I have a magnesium deficiency, so I need to up my okra intake. You could take eat okra or drink magnesium sulfate then. Mm. Yeah. No. No, just eat the okra. I just eat the okra. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of antioxidants. Mm -hmm. You know what antioxidants are? They're things that make you make you good and healthy. Your heart and your brain yep. functions. Any, any time, you know, I'm just assuming this. I'm going out on a limb here. The red ochres probably are higher in antioxidants than the green ones are. Usually red is. Usually red, purple, all those unusual mm -hmm. colors there are boosted with antioxidants. So. And talk about ways to cook it. Mm, ways to cook it. Where, where can I go here? Okay. Number one, it's got to be fried. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mother loved fried okra. Uh, my mother's 84 years old, and she's had she's got Alzheimer's. She's in later stages of that. But boy, back in the day, she made me promise every year she would start talking in December how many rows of okra she wanted me to grow her. She'd either say one row or two rows. Mm -hmm. She knew about how long my rows was. She said, I either want one row or two rows, according to how she, <laughs> how she felt that winter. And... Uh, she would put her order in for that. And she says, you just grow it for me, I'll mm -hmm. cut it. And she would come over here. Every morning. Every morning and cut half of it. And she'd come back the next morning and cut the other half of it. Just every morning. You could see her. She wouldn't bother nobody. She got out of her car. She walked out there with her gloves and her little knife. And she went out there and she cut that okra. And then every Sunday she would cook it for lunch. Yep. Fried okra. She mm -hmm. knew how to do it. Now, the secret, she told me this before she got where she couldn't tell her this. She said, the secret son, she called me son, is not to stir it and to flip it. She'd take her spatula or go where and eat there, and she would flip it one time, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And she would batter it with cornmeal and flour, kind of a little combination mm -hmm. there. Oh, it was good. I it was good. A bowl Ooh, I wish today. I had some now. Another way, is the newer way some people go is sauteing. Mm-hmm. We've had it that way. Mm -hmm. You can put it in there with some more vegetables. A way, a new way. I cooked it last year, and don't hate me for the microwave. But you could just slice it up, no oil, anything, and put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Grilling. We actually yeah, grilled we some last some. year. So this is what you do: leave the pod whole. Of course, you want to wash it, coat it with olive oil, 
little sea salt, and we roasted the whole, I mean, excuse me, grilled the whole pods. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah. Pickle. Pickled, yeah. We all love pickled okra. Um, soups. I put it in my mm -hmm. soups. Stews, gumbos. Gumbos, yep. And uh, and we, I've seen it freeze-dried. Some freeze-dried. Some of the YouTubers that's got those fancy freeze-drivers um, do that. Well, we put it up in the freezer before, haven't we? Like, cut it up. Yeah, but that's different than freeze-dried. I know. I'm just talking about preserving it, haven't yeah. Haven't we cut it up and put it in the freezer before? We. We. <laughs> we I think I've seen that. <laughs> Now, I've only done that when I'm saving it to put in my soups. Like okay. When I'm gathering up stuff to make my soup in a big batch, I'll put them in the freezer until I get ready for them. Yeah. Uh, normally speaking, I've only seen okra in two different colors, and that's the red and the green. And the red turns green when you cook it. So. Okra is an annual, so we, we... Now, if you live in one of those tropical areas, I'm not telling you you couldn't keep it from year to year because you possibly could. But and, and for all purposes speaking, it's an annual, so we have to replant it every year. Mm -hmm. And it does have a couple of pest problems, but we'll get into that. Grows best in hardiest, hardiness, I can't talk today, zone 6 to through 11. Mm -hmm. uh, zone 5 can grow it. Yeah, if they... I think y'all better off sticking to something else, though. Stick of something else, yeah, but they can if they start it and transplants. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, to get to get as much out of it as we do, it, it, you might be better off if you're in zone five, just grow some winter squash. Mm -hmm. Just let us grow the okra. Takes fifty to sixty-five days mm -hmm. to mature. Mm -hmm. Loves the heat, loves the sunshine. It reminds me a lot of sweet potatoes. It's one of the few crops that's going to thrive in the middle of the summertime. If you wanted squaw, excuse me, if you wanted okra all through the growing season, which is very easy to do, you could start having uh, okra in June and have okra all the way to frost if you did maybe three different plants. Now sometimes mm -hmm. the, the first plant that you plant by fall time is going to start having some issues due to I, nematodes. Yeah, I had mine all the way to December. Mm -hmm. Yep. Plant you a new crop about every month, and I think you'd be fine. You can have okra all the way to uh, to frost. Okay. It's a long time. It's a long time. What happens most times we'll get tired of okra. Yeah. Now. So, yeah. Um, ideal growing temperature 75 to 90 degrees. As we say, it loves, loves the heat. That being said, germinating okra seed can be an issue for some of you all out there. Some of you have problems with that. We have this happen every year. People calling in or emailing in complaining about your okra seed the first thing i say is where do you live at when did you plant it mm -hmm. if you plant okra too early in cool soils it will not germinate will not germinate uh, it, sometimes it will be slower to germinate later on but if it's in cool soils it will just not come up you waste your time so don't jump the gun on plant okra this is kind of the way i do it my first planting of tomatoes in the greenhouse when I get those coming off and I get those plants out of that first tray, I use that tray to plant my okra. Mm. And that's pretty good time. So you're still looking at four weeks? I could be looking at three. No, I don't know. I got some tomato plants really kicking it out there. I probably, I, I could be two, I could be two weeks away from having tomato plants ready. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I've kind of amazed myself here. So germination yeah. can take five to 17 days? Yep. Yeah. And some people say soak it overnight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I actually tried that last year. I had some that I didn't soak, some that I soaked in buttermilk, and some that I soaked in water, and I could not tell any difference in the germination So you did speed. this control type ex mm -hmm. uh, experiment. An experiment. And you didn't tell. feel any mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, the one that you didn't do anything, the control actually came up yeah. first, didn't it? Mm -hmm. So I'm not and sure. And it could be, it was the time of year. Yeah. It was, you know, middle of the summer. I don't think it made any difference mm -hmm. that time of year. Okay, so transplanting versus direct seed. Let's talk about that for a minute. All right. Now, I'll tell you what works for us. Now, you can, you know, where you live could be completely different from us, but I'm going to tell you our experience and what works for us. My first growing of okra, I grew as a transplant in a greenhouse. Years ago, if you'd asked me that, I said, no, 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 we direct seed all okra. But we got where we transplant some of it, and that actually works pretty good. So you can get those seeds up in the greenhouse a little quicker than you can in that cool soils. You still don't want to transplant them out when it's cool, but I, my first go around, I transplant into the garden. After that, I'll direct seed them. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was researching, I read, and I actually had experience with it, that the root is very fat, fragile. It's called taproot on these okra plants. And I actually had some that didn't make it that I did aggravate the root system there. Have you ever had that? No. No. I don't, I don't agree don't, with that. You don't agree with I that? I don't agree with that. Okra seems to have a pretty good root system. Pretty, now, when I think about a tender plant, I think about watermelon or squash. Mm. I don't think about okra. It's a do not tender. disturb that little root ball when you go to plant it. Well, I've never done it intentionally, but I've never. I mean, had, I didn't intentionally either. I've never had that I had two that just kind of fell apart, and those two didn't come up. I mean, oh. they kind of keeled over like transplant shock. Yeah. Something to note. I've never had that. Problem. Let us know if you've had that. I problem. just view okra as being a more tougher plant, I guess. When you transplant it, water it immediately. Yep, just like any transplant, you want to keep, get it nice and wet, get it going. Now, growing okra, you don't want to plant that in the low spot of your yard or your garden. You want it on the higher ground because it does not like wet feet. Mm -hmm. Likes it dry, likes it hot. So, now, for direct sowing, mm -hmm, I do use drip tape mm -hmm. because during the summertime, you, you can increase your production dramatically when it turns off dry by shooting the water to it. Mm -hmm. How far apart? Two feet. Two feet apart two is feet. ideal. Two feet. Two, two feet apart. Two feet apart is ideal spacing for me for my okra plants. And I put it on every other emitter. Now you may say, I wasted the water in that emitter that I'm skipping there. But what happens is your roots will grow into that. Roots are pretty massive on uh, mature okra plants. They'll grow into that and utilize that water. You may not start with when you first put them out, but they'll utilize it. And row spacing, how far apart your row room? spacing three to four feet, which we usually just have one row. Yeah, but you could do three to four feet if you really tidal room, go with three feet. If you got the extra room, go with the four feet. And you need plenty of room for the okra. Do not try to crowd it because it won't do like, like we talk about sunflowers, it just won't do as well. Yeah, plenty of room. It gets up to six feet tall or taller. Some varieties, some varieties yeah. get taller than others. Now, normally speaking, about an inch per week. But if you really want to pump out production that gets hot, you can shoot the water to it and do a little bit better than that. I was talking about how tall, six feet tall. Oh, six feet? Excuse me, I got ahead of myself for a day. You thinking six inches of water? No, I'm thinking more I got that. <laughs> Woo! Woo, gone. <laughs> if you're going to irrigate, if, you, if you're planning on irrigating, I would definitely 
do drip irrigation. If you have to do overhead irrigation, then you want to make sure you do it uh, early in the morning time or late afternoon. Location. Mm -hmm. You said on a high? Full sun. Full sun. Full sun. Don't like shade. I know you're tempted to no put over a place to the shade tree so that when you're out there cutting that okra, you can sit down there in the shade, but don't put it in the full sun. Yep. Fertilization. Uh, it's, not a, it's not what I classify as a heavy feeder, but it has a long lifespan. So I would put something out there that I would... This is what I would do. I would incorporate the complete organic to start with. Then I would use my 20-20-20 with maybe some calcium nitrate, or you could either go with Chilean nitrate, either one. Alternate the, the two there, of course, with some microboost. And you put out some good compost, too? If you got good compost, I always recommend putting out some good compost. But I'm not going to say it's a heavy feeder, but it would be a steady feeder. Yeah. How about that? Steady feeder. Steady feeder. Fish emulsion, if you got it. I'm not a big fan of putting fish emulsion through my drip tape. But if you want to put it in your sprayer and run down through there, mm -hmm. I've done it before. Yep. Mm -hmm. Pests and diseases. Tell me what your thoughts are on this. Um, You've grown okra and raised 